You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. Hey there, Screen Beans. Have you heard about Screen Snark? Rachel, this is an ad break. They aren't Screen Beans until they listen to the show. Fine. Potential Screen Beans. You like movies and TV shows, right? I mean, who doesn't? Screen Snark is a casual conversation about the movies and television shows that are shaping us as we live our everyday lives. That's right, Matt. We have a chat with at least one incredible guest every episode, hailing from all walks. We've interviewed chefs, writers, costumers, musicians, yoga teachers, comedians, burlesque dancers, folks in the film and TV industry, and more. We'd be delighted for you to join us every other Monday on the Certain POV Podcast Network. Or wherever you get your podcasts, fresh and tasty off the presses. What? But that's... No, that's not... Can I call them Screen Beans now? Fine. Screen Beans! So tune in and we'll see you at the movies or on a couch somewhere. Because you're a whole Screen Beans now. Welcome listeners, welcome JV Pickers. Josue here, back with Working Together to bring you a playlist worth getting lost to by our collective brain trust. This week's theme is The Bands. So grab your quarters, pick your dibs, Geekly Media presents Dubax Vertigo. We have a jam-packed table. So fucking excited for this uh, episode as well. Uh, let's introduce the whole cast. A podcast veteran partner of mine welcome back please welcome back rosie hey, i'm back they had me they had me locked away like that gimp in pulp fiction for spewing yeah dude oh my god did they really have you actually locked away i'm so shocked <laughs> you said it that way <laughs> and we rescued yeah. you well, Thank you for well they, they, they put me in there for my pro kanye propaganda so we'll see how it goes <laughs> Uh, well, I'm so happy that you're back on this show so that we can be talking about music. There has been so many bits that I've been doing, and it's like, that was specifically just for one Crozen, for person Crozen, and uh, you weren't there to um, hear my joke either, to laugh at it or hate on it. Next up I mean, on the bill it is... your lack of emo, by the way, as well, too, so yeah, get you to step it up. <laughs> but it's okay. <laughs> Next up on the bill, somebody who I've been so excited to be on this show, please welcome... Steven. It's me. I'm, it I'm bringing the emo. I, it yes. sounds like there's two of us for this one. There's three of us now. Ooh. It's just going to grow. It's going to be an emo show. Oh, man. I'm, I'm so happy now. <laughs> Dude, I'm so happy that you're here. Uh, please uh, tell to our listeners who you are and what you do. And yeah, what do you like to listen to? Well, not, 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 not that yet. I'm saving yeah, no, I, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah. Don't you worry. Uh, no, I, I'm a podcaster, uh, creator of all sorts of media, different things that you would want to consume. Uh, if you want to yes. find out more about that, go to my website, peppermintgentleman.com. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I make graphics. I make podcasts with Geek Elite Media as well, uh, as well as a few different other places. Yeah. This is the man who made our sweet ass logo, our Twitter logo for Jukebox Vertigo, this super dope show. Woo. And if you like that, yeah, this is the man to go to if you want to make want to have your own logo go to him super super dope stuff and after that returning to the show we have ourselves some daniel 
thank you for having me. You always make me feel like very special and like royalty when you have me as a guest star. I just want to say thank you so much for having me again. My man, you are special. Don't anybody let you think differently. I fucking love you, dude. No. You're not even a guest star. You're a member of the cast at this point. You know yeah, that, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 was, <laughs> I was very much under that impression. <laughs> he, he says this a lot. He's like, thanks for having me, guys. We're like, you're, you're supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> be sure to have three songs, dude. <laughs> and, of course, as always, we're going to have ourselves some Keith. Hey, um, I just got some very exciting news, and I'm going to use this as my intro. Tame Impala has announced a tour for the album that I fucking loved last year. Oh, nice. And they Finally. are coming to Glendale. So I am 100% going. <laughs> uh, and Daniel, as the other person who is actually local with me, we should fucking go see Tame Impala. <laughs> I'm down. Girls love Tame Impala. <laughs> <laughs> Not only that, there was so, um, it was a show that got announced last year, but obviously with everything going on, got rescheduled because uh, I was looking at tickets, uh, tickets for that show too. Yeah, I think it's that tour because it's the tour from that album. So okay. I think they just rescheduled it. But, but I'm that was one of my favorite albums last year. I've been nominated for really good awards. I really, really nice. enjoyed it. So. so yeah, that's my intro. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to go see them too up here. <laughs> awesome. Yes, um, we have a very cool theme this week. Uh, but before that, we have a lot of recommendations. Once again, we are recording on a Friday with a lot of great releases. I. I, once again, I restrained myself from listening to all of those sweet releases because I have like two weeks worth of stuff to talk about. So here I go. <laughs> Based on recommendations, um, my cousin's partner recommended uh, Caroline Rose and her album Superstar from last year. It was actually quite pleasant. Um, if you're into like uh, singer songwriter, single artist, solo artist. Um, now for stuff that I went out and actually listened to, I'll start with the singles. Metal band Ginger with their uh, single Vortex. Oh, fuck. Heavy as hell. Tati, Tatiana, she can just fucking... She's getting better. Like, they're getting... Their, their, their screams are getting deeper and guttural, and just Vortex was so great. So if this is a single to a new album, I am so fucking here for it. Next one that I'm really excited... That I got really excited for was Nightwish. Nightwish released a single called Dark Chest of Wonders. And then the al- the album cover looked weird, as in like kind of familiar. And apparently, it's a single that they're gonna rework, remaster uh, the album once from 2004, since that was the last album. That was that was the last album with the original singer, and now they're just gonna like, kind of basically rework it. And I kind of feel like listening to it now, and kind of went back and forth like a lot just to really hear the difference. The guitar tones are like you can de- just definitely hear how the guitar tones are just more crisp, just newer. Not necessarily like they just want to like completely like wash away like the like the old version of the song. It's more like it's been so long with the old sing- without the old singer. It seems like and the more that they perform, it seems like there's like a new way that they just want to like perform it. And they don't want to like just have to like go backwards and sound like the old song to honor that one, but just almost like rework it so it can just sound in a new modern modern way. So I'm really excited for for this remaster this uh, the once album. Do, did any of you guys listen to the band Amberlin by any chance? A yeah. few songs in high school. Yeah. <laughs> so the the band they had this one song, the Feel Good Drag. They just recorded it and put it on, put on each album like every time called yeah. the Feel Good Drag. And I don't even know if it was g- genuinely re-recorded each time because it's the same thing. And the song's not even complex. It's like three like three power chords for the whole goddamn song. <laughs> but. 
I don't know. It's just interesting. I'll, I'll definitely I'm writing this one down. I want to hear it. Um, switching uh, genres, uh, there was the Megan The Stallion single for Thought Shit. And yes, I am all here for Tina Snow. And that song was really good. It, it sounded just easier. It was like, I think it's more like to prep us for what's to come. Um, and yeah, I'm just, I'm just ready for it. Thought Shit was actually really good. Video was actually on point too. After that, my other favorite rapper, singer for the best for last, Snow the Product with uh, Te Va a Gustar with Aleman. But she was actually a feature for Aleman. So actually swapped as like, they work together, but now it's like her on his song. And damn it, she just like, she just like comes in with the hook and just like uh, drops in out with the first verse and just like really just presents herself. And now it's really cool because since it's his song, it's really going to, it's really going to fucking blow up more so in Mexico because he really just doesn't have to leave Mexico touring down there. He just, he has his fan base and it is just by the fucking just army, armies. It's just, it's just really cool watching his live videos too. Then Ben Staples had Law of Averages last week or yeah, was that new? Or yeah, anyway, it was actually really good. Um, I'm really hope, I, I'm always excited for a new uh, Ben Staples album. I just actually really like the, like the guy. He's kind of like my sometimes emo rapper too, depending on the song. And then last thing I'm talking about is Matt and Kim with Ra Ra Ra. I was just talking about Matt and Kim with PG-14 and that project that was just like weird. Mm-hmm. It was just like it was just another Matt and Kim album, but just with this person. Now it's just a single, and holy shit, it, it fucking bumps. It, it go, they fucking go hard on this one. I was like, it was actually a lot of fun. Now albums that I'm really fucking excited to talk about is King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard with Butterfly <laughs> Three Thousand. <laughs> Saw that coming. It was actually very enjoyable. It's just like one of those, like those bands that just put out projects after projects after projects, 18 albums in. And it's like, you expect to listen to the same thing over and over. And yeah, if you know what you're kind of getting into with King Gizzard and Lizard Wizard, but holy shit, it's just, it's just still new songs that still sound so fucking cool. Uh, there's a song with the sitar and it just like, it just fucking rocks. It's like, they just like, like nail it on there too. Um, then garbages, no gods, no masters. Oh, dude, that's an album's that fucking shit? great. Really good. To it. Yeah, it was good, right? Honestly, it was fucking awesome. I loved like so many songs were actually call. It was a call out. It was a call out to a lot of capital and misogynist and 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 bullshit that's like really overpowering and around the world. But specifically, Shelby wanted to write it for this one trip that she took down to South America. And this is kind of where she got inspiration to write this album. And just like really how shitty it is everywhere. But damn, this album actually, yeah, this album fucking bangs. Really good stuff. Um, some stuff I was actually excited for that in, that was included in the album were two songs that were kind of like YouTube singles. And that was uh, Because the Night, like Because the Night that they did with... Um, uh, screaming females and that was them covering uh, the patty smith song and fuck it's just it's so fucking good like these two bands just like coming clashing together to make this song just like even more epic it was really cool and that's on the album and even the song that she did with uh the distillers is brody doll i'm, I'm drawing a blank on the name on the song specifically but it's like right before because of night and that i'm just so happy that that one's on um that we're able to listen to that one as a part of project now because i think that was more of a youtube video and yeah, everybody can actually listen to the song now too. Then Slater Kenny with Path of Wellness was actually a very dope album too. I've been having a lot of fun with this one. And yeah, I highly, I highly recommend this one. I love that they've just been coming back with just like solid material after like their 10 year break. Um, with like what this is like their third album back since that break. And yeah, just, just good stuff. And it's just like, 
I just I know of a very like silly like uh diva Carrie Brown local Carrie Brownstein diva moment and it's just been like so just like hearing her just like put out cool shit now it's just like it just makes you like okay it's like I can just like forget about that but that's just a good story for another time not on record here another album that I listened to was oh man how can I how do I do this yeah fuck it let's talk about this one first um go ahead and die with our album go ahead and die anybody found this anybody got back got around to this oh, no this shit is really fucking cool it's it's just from the from the from the uh cover it look it just came off like a punk album and then with the name of it it's like cool let's let's go in and then it just comes off even more aggressive and just more of a garage metal just heavy just heavy ribs and for some reason it just fucking clicks it just works and it just like I don't know. It, it took me all week to figure out, to look into who this band was. And it's like these two younger dudes and it's like one older grizzly looking dude. And it's like, there's no fucking way that's Max Cavalera. And sure enough, it's Sepultura Soulflies, Max Cavalera's new band. And I highly recommend Go Ahead and Die because this actually fucking rocks. It, it's actually if, really fucking good. If you had to compare it to anyone else, would, would you say it's like more like thrashy or is it something where it's like more like uh, driving a noisy, like, like early Code Orange? It's definitely thrashing its own bit. It's just like, it doesn't sound, it, it just, it makes you think like good Sepultura or at least or his early Sepultura. It makes you think of like his soul flight. I don't know. When I want to think, I don't, I don't think too thrashy because like the, the songs really range throughout, throughout the record. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, it'd be, and it's a very political album. So I think that's why it kind of kept more to like a secret project. It really, I was surprised it didn't really blow up or it took me so long to figure out who the band was really. Um, but I definitely recommend that one. Um, now, these two albums really fucking surprised me. AFI's Bodies, good, good shit. It's so, so good. I had only heard like the, the single like, that, had came, that had come out, um, Looking Tragic, was it? And I was okay with it. And I thought being its single, I was like, oh, that's the best we're going to hear from it. Dude, fuck no. Like that song doesn't even make top five from that record. Like there's so many fun songs. Uh, just the second song alone, by the second song, I literally just want to put on my fucking platforms, put on fucking eyeliner, and just like dance stupid in my fucking room. And, I'm just, <laughs> and I can't fucking wait to just like like see these guys live because Davey still fucking has it. I Dude, I really liked that album. It was it, My thing was it was a lot glamier than their stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, I know you and me, uh, we've talked about his side project. With, no, yeah. uh, Black Audio or no a different doubt. one? Dream uh, Car, right? from No Doubt, uh, Dream, Dream Car. Uh, it's the band from No Doubt with Davey Havoc singing. Mm-hmm. And it's like 80s pop glam. It's fun. It's so good. Huh. And it's kind of like midway between that and AFI, I think. I really liked this album. It was fun. Hell yeah, it was. And then to ju- just because, and, but now I'm going a- another week back that I didn't get to listen to, that it was probably my surprise listen to after all this time. Just because for some reason we're back in 2004 and Atreyu had another album with Baptize. Dude. I, I was going into this shit, listening to it ironically. I fucking dropped, like, Die in a Hill, love it unironically. It's actually a great fucking album. Well, they have a new vocalist now, right? Alex Varkatz, through whatever his his name is. He's not in the band anymore, right? Oh, no shit. Okay. I mean, honestly, I didn't know. I haven't followed, I've been not followed Atreyu since, yeah, gra- graduating or moving on from middle school into high school. I just didn't listen to them. And it's like, you know what? Fuck it. I, I got to make content. Let's listen to it. And it just hits so many fucking buttons that I've just been missing. It's just mm-hmm. even like even the slow songs are like the best of like like the good shit from like Breaking Benjamin because <laughs> I just really <laughs> dig them. 
<laughs> so, uh, but the album, it's called Bad Ties. And honestly, I fucking high listened to it. It just, it literally took me back to just like middle school and Centennial with like my dudes and just like, God damn it. It was, it was actually awesome. Okay. And last few things, just to actually mellow out. I listened to her debut <laughs> album, Back of My Mind. This shit was actually really good. It's really good. Yeah, you listen to it too. There's only there's oh, only yeah. one there's only one song I skipped, and it's because there's a piece of shit on it too. And but that's fine. There was like twenty other songs to listen to, and it was actually fuck yeah, really really enjoyed it. And then Kings of Convenience with uh, Peace or Love. Fuck yes, I fucking love the Kings of Convenience. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and I only know about Kings of Convenience because uh, from uh, the Whitest Boy Alive, his the singer's other project or his like yeah, yeah. kind of solo project. Um, I also put them on the playlist last time for the record. Yeah, you did. And I, and I, and <laughs> like, I, I Keith, just, no, no shade. You only know them because <laughs> someone else mentioned them, not me. Huh? Oh, no, like, so, Sochi, my partner, is a, is a huge fan of this guy, especially from uh, The Whitest Boy Alive. Yeah. Um, so we, we were stuck to, to listen to Kings of Convenience. Uh, so, yeah, uh, that was uh, Peace or Love. And again, a very mellow album if you just need some uh, uh, chill vibes to listen to and just, yeah. That's all the stuff I listened to and not any of the new new stuff that came out. So you, you you were gonna talk about Event Staples release last week and then not talk about New Tyler this week? Again, I'm not That's I crazy. Not, I have not I, I literally said I have not listened to the new new stuff that came out this week because I had all of this shit to talk about. I could not listen nope. to the Doja Cat. Don't worry. Look, listen, <laughs> listen, I had to I had to skip over the the Maria's Un, Un Million single because there was a new album, so I'm waiting for to listen to the whole thing. And there's a Doja Cat single that I hadn't listened to yet either because there's a new album that came out just this week too, so I'd rather listen to the whole project too. So I'm saving it for next week, but if some of y'all listen to it, please hype it up. Uh, Crozen, Me you Crozen are did. next. <laughs> And as a veteran, please tell the people um, who you are and what kind of music you listen to, what you kind of do with music, because I know you're very music- musically talented. And lastly, what have you been listening yeah, to? Um, my name's so yeah, for I've been on a while, so if you don't know who I am, my name's Joseph, aka Crozen. That's what everybody calls me by default. I didn't choose that. This is kind of like fell on me, but um, anywho, uh, yeah, I enjoy like variety types of music. Um, I make music, like I produce like the intro for this show and I produce the intro for my podcast, Podcast Ultra, and it's just it's a fun thing to do as far as like making music and everything. I have an album called Ultra that I dropped. It's just an instrumental album that you can find on my bandcamp. And yeah, uh let's get into what I've been listening to. Uh I'll start it off with I I checked in on the Doja Cat album. It's pretty good. I didn't listen to all of it yet, but I'm really enjoying it. Uh, the, the song she does with Weekend mm-hmm. is like really, really good. Like I really like that song. Oh, nice. Like me and my partner were talking about her, and it's just like you look at her body of work, and it's just like you can't hate on it. It's like it's also different. It's all still her signature sound, but you can't hate on her body of work. It's all it's honestly bangers yeah, definitely. bangers. Um. The album, the albums I do want to talk about though, because there's albums I do want to talk about, is the first one is Tyler's album, "Call Me If You Get Lost." You. This album yeah, is you. fucking amazing. Like it, it heart, yeah, harkens so many like memories as far as like he present he presented this album as a with a DJ drama, like doing his mix doing his mix, Ooh, mixtape cool. drops all over the whole album. So it harkens back to that mixtape era of like two thousand seven, two thousand eight and stuff like that. And yeah, this album seems more like I think Tyler just really wanted to like wrap his ass off on this album. Like it's 
it's you don't get any like the you do i mean there are some moments of the lush like beautiful r&b moments like there were on igor but most of this album is just him like rapping and him rapping his ass off really really well Mm -hmm. and i really like it um the production's great the beats are fucking amazing and yeah i can't have i don't have any complaints um there's good features on here there's like lil wayne he linked up he linked up with uh damo genesis old odd future alumni so that was pretty cool for him to like to link back up with him i was fucking just blown away by how this album actually came out so i think everybody should check it out it comes it comes oh, off yeah. like yeah. non-stop like each mm-hmm. song flows so perfectly into the next song that i was five tracks in before i realized what was going on <laughs> and honestly, I came up for air when I heard Lil Wayne start rapping. Yeah, and I was like, "Is that Lil yeah. Wayne?" And that's that's literally what shook me out of it. And I looked, I'm like, "Yeah, it's Lil Wayne." All right, like, so, <laughs> no, it's it, it's really good. Oh, yeah. It's it's and it's just yeah, not yeah, it's not so, especially like when you get towards the end. The it, the album kind of like mellows out towards the end. Like it starts like taking a more smoother route. Like there's a fucking like straight up reggae track towards the end, which is fucking great. Ooh. It's like really really good. It's like not like ironically reggae or anything like that. It's like just pure ass reggae with R and B singing on top of it. I really, really love it. That's cool. Um the other album I want to talk about before I uh, finish here is um uh Japanese Breakfast is Jubilee. Yes! Finally! Fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> so here's how I ex- so I've always been a fan of Japanese Breakfast. You know, she's I think she's fucking amazing. Um, I kind of like mm-hmm. haven't listened to her in a while, but then she suddenly out of nowhere popped up at Jeff Keeley's like game presentation thing. So I was like, so I was like, oh holy God, shit, right. Japanese Breakfast! I haven't listened to her in forever. <laughs> like I, I love uh, her previous album. So I was like. I wonder if she has anything recent, so I went to check it out. She just dropped an album this month in June, and this album was fucking amazing. Yes, she did. Like every fucking song was just so good. I can't believe it. Like it's honestly my favorite album of the year. Like the song "Be Sweet," uh, posing in bondage. Yep. It's oh, the closer. It's so yes. fucking good. Honestly, it's, it's high up there on my list as well. It's- I, I personally fucking love this album too, and somebody somebody was finally talking about yeah. it too. Yes, yeah. So that's uh, pretty much all my listens for recently. Like I I haven't been on the show in a while because there's a lot more. Like I could talk about like the Lloyd Banks album and stuff like that, but uh, I think I'll I'll think I'll that's leave it, it at that for right now. Cool, cool. Actually, I want to listen to that too. <laughs> Uh, moving on to the next set of recommendations, and uh, before we get to him, Stephen, if this was actually recorded on schedule programming, we wouldn't be actually talking about new releases. So that's why I'm still saving it. Just, just another, another little callback. Uh, okay, <laughs> we're recording okay. a day late. Yeah, behind the curtain. I see. <laughs> so you wouldn't, ha- you wouldn't have the new releases. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this um, is true. So now, Stephen, what kind of music do you like, and then what have you been listening to lately? So, I mean, the music that I like that knows no bounds. Um, I have a sour taste in my mouth towards country because that's all my parents would let me listen to when I was a kid. But it's not, oh, okay. it's not anything against country. It's, it's just you, like if, if you work at a bakery, you know, you get tired of brownies. <laughs> like okay. it's, it's the, the, the same syndrome. 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. So um, personally, I mean, it's it's pretty much whatever. Um, but what I've been listening to recently was heavily influenced by what was already downloaded on my phone as I drove across the country twice inside oh, of two shit. weeks. So it was just what was there. So there's a lot of stuff from high school in there. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. Uh, as, as far as recommendations go, it's not really so much in new releases. I do want to say the new Beartooth album, it's extra medium. It's just a five out of 10. I was sad about that because <laughs> the one before okay. that was really good. Um, mm. But no, uh, for things that I want to recommend, I would be doing everyone a disservice if I didn't try to tell everyone to listen to my favorite, I guess, rock musical. That's not necessarily rock opera. Um, but the the band Forgive Dirt and put out an album in like 2008 called mm. Razia Shadow. And on that, on that album, it's a musical with a full story all across the whole thing. But it's got Brendan Urie. Um, it's got um, the singer of The Audition is in there. Um, Max Bemis of Say Anything. Pretty what much everyone that you know from Fueled by Ramen at the time is on yeah. this album. Hmm. Everyone should listen to it. It's insanely good. Okay, Again, that, no, that's, sure. that's the band Forgive Durden, uh, Razia Shadow. Um, and then two other things that I want to recommend for people. Uh, there's a band called um, Necri, Necri Taki. I don't know how to say their name. Taki, like walkie-talkie for that second word. And the first one is N-E-C-R-Y. There's a Japanese band. Um, th- like If you like any kind of anime theme music ever, it's probably going to be right there. Upbeat, happy. Um, think uh, The Pillows... Yes, the kind of vibe from the from uh, keep your hands off Isaacin possibly, um, but they have a song called "You Should Head North" that I want to recommend to people. Nice. Um, after that, everyone should listen to the Sayonara Wild Hearts. Sayonara Wild Hearts soundtrack. It's so good. <laughs> Excellent. And Daniel, what have you been listening to lately? It's been a while. Yeah, it has. Um, so I have been listening to Dan Vask. Uh, he's an original uh, singer, but does a lot of uh, covers. He covered uh, Toss a Coin to Your Witcher, um, and he did a metal version, so that stuck in my head. And then uh, Make a Man Out of You from Milan, he did a metal cover as well. So oh, that's sick. also stuck in my head, and it just sucks. Uh, but it's catchy, and I like the song, so I can't really complain. Um, I've been listening to uh, this dubstep trio called Black Tiger Sex Machine. Uh, that's been more like mm. a uh, gym kind of thing. I listen to metal or dubstep when I'm in the gym just to get some hype and some pump. Uh, you go to church with BTSM. I get it. Yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> I've gone to church twice and I want to go back so bad. <laughs> um, also been listening to Gorillaz, uh, Turbo Negro, and then um, some Dead Mouse, uh, Regard, uh, Medusa, and also I've been, um, you guys can laugh or whatever, but I've been listening to a lot of uh, Luis Miguel. For those of you that know the situation, yeah, why? So the, the man is a gem, like yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of uh, you know '80s, you know Spanish sad ballads. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude! If you need it, it's almost like you've never been on this show before. I know That's the least shameful thing anyone's ever said. <laughs> I've said much worse. <laughs> True. <laughs> and lastly, Frank Sinatra. But yeah, that's all I've been listening to. Nice, nice and classy. Nice. And Keith, what has been what has been on your rotation? So you guys basically talked about most of my list, so I'll run through my quick recommendations of those. Let's see. Um yeah, Tyler the Crater, great album. One of the, probably the best hip hop album of the year so far. I can't think of one I'd like more. Ooh, one to put it up against? Maybe. That guy, I can really I mean, can't what, think I have listened to this one, but I'm trying to think of another good one. Yeah. Uh Garbage was good. Oh, really yeah. good. It's exactly what 
a modern garbage album would sound like. It's garbage, but it's not 90s garbage. It's definitively 2020, 2021 era, but it's still mm-hmm. garbage. It's it's hard yes. to explain. That's literally kind of how I feel about the Treyu album. Like, again, like I go, went in ironically and I fucking love it unironically. And yeah, <laughs> this one is just like garbage is fucking great. Uh, but the AFI album is my album of the week of the new ones. I Ooh, really like yeah. that album. It's so fun. And I love AFI. I always have. Like, I know I joke around and I, I, I trash emo and stuff a lot, but I love AFI. I don't know. <laughs> great. So, um, non new releases. Uh, I went back to the Black Materia Mega Rand album because mm. the, the Final Fantasy VII remake, uh, came out, the update came out for PS5. So I was able to update it and play the, the Yuffie story. And I was like, I'm just going to put Mega Ran's album on and listen to remixes of Final Fantasy VII music while I play Final Fantasy VII. And it was awesome. Good so decision. That was really cool. Um, so and Keith, it was great. Keith paid for the game. You can tell. He didn't. Uh, you, you weren't stuck with the PS4 version that oh, the people oh, who no, got I it for it free. Oh, are you Plus kidding got. me? <laughs> I actually streamed the entire thing on Twitch. And it blocks the last hour and a half for spoilers. And I didn't know that. So there's like an hour and a half of me talking to me like oh my god look at that and i didn't realize it was being blocked and so it's just it's great so um let's see uh i listened to a bunch of peter gabriel today oh uh he's he's a really unique musician um it doesn't get it talked about enough i think and he's kind of a revolutionary because he really did a good job of straddling between that singer songwriter style and then kind of like the bowie the really far off style he was kind of really good about sticking kind of in the middle. And like Sledgehammer is just an epic. That song is amazing. It's just composed perfectly like, ah. But um, as I usually talk about on the show, uh, we had a new ish- new episode of Song versus Song, one of my favorite oh. podcasts. And it was, this is what got me on the Peter Gabriel thing. Peter Gabriel's Salisbury Hill versus Kate Bush's Wuthering Heights. And I was like, it's Peter Gabriel for me. So, and then... <laughs> Um, then I just started listening to Peter Gabriel as soon as I listened to that episode. So, yeah. Um, then, other than that, I actually uh, wanted to check back in because I gave a very brief review last week or last episode. But I wanted to kind of go over it again. And I want to see if anyone else had an opinion on the new Lord single. Oh, God damn it. When that whole space said, I will listen to that. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Dude, I, I, this is so much shit I listened to. It's a song. You I know. Like 12 know. albums. <laughs> so, okay. Um, I, I, I talked about how much I really enjoyed it on our last episode. I mm-hmm. still really, really enjoy it. I enjoy it more. Um, and I actually want to present a challenge to everybody here to try and find this for me. Is there three albums by any artist with three lead singles as good as Lord's three albums? Because Royals, Greenlight, and Solar Power. I'm just gonna go ahead and say amazing. Michael Jackson. Oh, okay, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, three, three albums. Okay, recent then. Okay, well, because yeah. I guess we could say the Beatles. I was gonna be my go-to. I was gonna say the Beatles too. I mean, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, like I'm just trying to think, like, has has a recent star put out three quality singles on three different mm, albums in a no, row? Um, even honestly, I don't know if I'm dipping into anyone. It's, he's been mentioned once here already. Yeah. The, the weekend. 
I was going to say, did, I was thinking the weekend, but I, I was trying to think about his albums and how, like, did each album have one? And I didn't really do the research. This yeah, because earlier, because so. we had um, uh, this one, this one currently, we have the single that's still going around the radio right now. Mm-hmm. Before that, Starboy, and then before that, um, his singles were all featured on soundtracks for things. Star- Starboy was a single of, off the second album. I didn't, I didn't realize that. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. I thought that was the first album. Still, so that's right. Okay, that makes sense. But anyways, I'm just saying, like, she, for, especially for someone who got pip famous as a teen mm-hmm. singer the fact that she's held you know and and keeps coming back with a killer single and a different killer single every time is great um the other one i thought of was adele obviously because mm. it's adele I, do but, you, yeah. so we, we have clear explanation for why lord was away she's talked about it very publicly and everything but i also feel like a portion of that has to be the fact that before he died david bowie was like everyone look at her she's the great hope for music yeah, that's too much pressure, David. <laughs> yeah, and we kind of talked about it last week. I, I said like she was, um, like you listen to Royals, you listen to that first album, and you think she's going to go down a path. She's going to go down, and she does not. She goes down a pop <laughs> path, a very poppy, ha- happy path. And I thought that was kind of interesting. I think some people kind of turned on her because of that. Mm. But the thing was, is as soon as Royals and all that hit big. There were like nine copycats. Yeah. She would have just been, you know, a, a pastiche of herself. So I like that she's doing something different. Um, but Solar Power is great. Uh, it's one of my favorite things in a song is when a song builds to the end, not to the chorus. Mm. And that's what that song does. Literally, it's really mellow. It's acoustic. And it's her basically whispering into the mic for two minutes. <laughs> and then... The big boom is the end where she just repeats the words solar power over and over and over again for like a minute and a half. And it's incredible. It's just really good. I, I uh, Again, you guys know me. I'm a beach person. I, I've not missed surfing in that badly in years. I was just sitting here being like, I want to be on a board right now listening to this. It was just so wonderful. So, um, But yeah, yeah. That's And then the other thing I was listening to, the last thing I want to bring up, and this is kind of cool because it's an announcement we don't really get to talk about because we're not really on a show that talks about these things. I was listening to some Yoko Kano, the composer for Cowboy Bebop, when they announced that they would be returning for the live action show, which I'm very excited about, by the way. Yes. <laughs> so I, I threw on a bunch of Yoko Kano because they, they did like Ghost in the Shell and stuff like that, too. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, just so much fun. And then just that little promo with the three stars of Cowboy Bebop, like jamming out to it. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. <laughs> Bebop is one of the anime that was foundational for me. Like, Same. Yeah. yeah. I remember there was a thing going around a couple months ago, and it was like, post your first three anime, or pictures of your first three anime crushes. And my third one was a picture of <laughs> both the leads from Cowboy <laughs> Bebop, and I said, they're a package deal. And I'm like, yeah, that's pretty much it. So, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, that's that's what I would recommend. Not a ton of new stuff that you guys didn't talk about, but definitely wanted to re-highlight Lord because it's so good. And I just want to say, if you want a waifu shirt, um, Spencer's and Chandler Mall, they have a Faye Valentine shirt. It's it's awesome, but I don't wear yellow, so I'm not going to buy it. <laughs> Big guys don't wear yellow. That's just a sign. <laughs> You look like a cartoon sun hanging in the sky with a big smiley face. I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> it's just the sun or, <laughs> or a peep. <laughs> Anyways, oh, my God. I see it. <laughs> Excellent. So let's move on to the, to the actual jukebox and start adding songs because it is a huge one. I'm excited for this one. 
the bands. So, so many bands just decided to go with the something. And I mean, what else can you say about them? Sometimes they're actually known and then it's just like a great go-to to just know this band. Uh, let's go in the order we're going to go to. Crozen, what's some of your favorite The Bands? I guess you can actually probably put them on your list. Um, I don't know. What, what would you say about your The your, your the Bands or about naming? Would you name your band The Something? Uh, Crozen? Probably? I don't know. I honestly don't. I probably wouldn't. Yeah, I probably wouldn't. I do have... I do- I have a list of like stupid band names. I think I shared it with with Steven one time. I do have a go to the I, w- I would go with uh, the floppy disks because just because I want to shout out to that old uh, outdated piece of machine and just it, sa- it sounds stupid. So the floppy disks. When, uh, whenever I think about whenever I think about the the bands, it just reminds me of that Sum Forty One video for uh, which called Still Waiting, where they change their name to the Sums. Like. <laughs> Oh, yeah. fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, David Cross, would you... <laughs> oh, man, that's a good one. Uh, Steven, would you name your band the, the Something? And if it was, what would it be? I never did. I had ample opportunity to name several bands this. Never did it. <clears throat> nice. Well, good for you. <laughs> now you have, to, you have to contribute with songs for it, so I, I want to appreciate it. Uh, anything you do, do some of your, fan, some of your ba- favorite bands start with does? Uh, I mean, honestly, there are plenty of bands that I like mm. that are this. Um, are we actually contributing titles or not, bands? Not to yet, this not yet, yet, not yet. Okay, no. Um, He's no, uh, very carefully to the line, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I just want to make sure. <laughs> yeah, no, for this one, not not so much, honestly. Um, there there are bands that I certainly like, but I had to dig deep to collect a okay. list of these. <laughs> and uh, Daniel, would you name your band something with those? You're big. You- a lot of your favorite bands are those. Yeah, um, I actually came up with this uh, last summer, um, so it's kind of a touchy subject. But um, the Epstein's and the Suicides for a punk name. <laughs> oh shit! Okay, okay. I, oh that's right, we did talk about this for yeah. a while. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, one of my favorite things is uh, like hypothetical punk band names, and I have I have one. It, do, 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 it. Does anyone else have one of these? I just dropped mine. The floppy disks. Okay, I mean, so it's, it's, it's not any it's, random thing you want to say, really, isn't it? So <laughs> my, my, it's not. It's not. Um, it's not a V. But my punk band name, if I ever make a punk band, is Pistol Meth. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh god! Oh god! <laughs> nice. A col- I see a collaboration here between Daniels and Stevens. <laughs> now uh, to wrap it up, uh, Keith, uh, do you have any potential the band names? Uh, I'm. Honestly, because the blank is really iconic sounding, and mm-hmm. that's really like a statement of purpose. I don't really like that. Uh, yeah. One thing I really like in the, t- especially in the 2010s, there was a bunch of blank the blank bands, and that those are always funny to me. Like because it's like I one of my favorite uh, music critics, the guy who hosts Song versus Song, actually says, uh, I think he's talking about Walk the Moon, maybe or someone else, and he's like, How dare they be another? Uh, what was it like? six out of ten blank the blank band we have enough of those and i was like yes so i always like that context more um i was never so interested in the name of band so much as the name of songs which is which leads to me to one of my favorite jokes because we all know that fallout boys song titles are ridiculous oh yeah i know there was a bit that that went viral i don't know if you guys saw it maybe but someone put not every long sentence is a song title by fallout boy 
and someone says, "Oh, there's two ways you can read that." And it's like, uh, "Yep, you know, yeah." yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, "I absolutely love that." So yeah, um, but yeah, I don't know. I just uh, the name doesn't really do much for me unless it's something that's going to put me off. It's less more of a a negative influence than a positive influence. So I see. <clears throat> cool, cool. Now let's get down to adding them. So my picks. I'm not going to drop them all right now, but for my picks, um, it's also since we're still in the spirit of it, uh, my picks will be the band slash Hostways of Personal Pride Picks, Part Ducks, since we're still in the month of it. So in and around, in one way or another, that will be in my personal playlist because it'd be in and away and, and included with uh, Pride. So for my first one, it's one I hold very, very dear. Um, and I only, I only know this one because of someone I hold very, very fondly to my heart is Laura Jane Grace. Uh, hmm. They po- uh, She posted the song that they're just like, practicing. And it's like, yeah, I might be playing the song on stage. And there were videos of it. And I started learning the song and I just fell in love with it. And this song is Androgynous by The Replacements. Mm, yeah. And by the, t- by the time I finally saw Laura Jane Grace or Against Me, the third, fourth time, it was just her and I singing the songs back to each other. Like it was my, my buddy Alex literally was like looking around and I painted like nobody hadn't like known this. I know it was really prepared for this song, but because I was like, she, it was just her with her acoustic and just started going and it took me a while to really catch it. Cause everybody was just like being fucking loud and be like, Oh shit, she's doing this for us. Yes. And it was just so beautiful. And this song is just about a couple who's just like, just so comfortable with who they are with themselves and just can just dress with the, the way they want to go about life. And even so, even if they're just going to be going out and being laughed at, they're still just like, it's just such a beautiful song. It's just like, um, yeah, nobody loves you the way, and nobody loves you the way I love you. And in a way where it's just like, even uh, even after all the bullshit, and it's like, even at the end of the day, they're still just going to go back. And it's just like, it's not really that they're both just like transgender, but just want to go by their more androgynous life. And then it closes off with tomorrow, Dick was wearing his pants and tomorrow, Jamie's wearing her dress. And then it's going into a future art cast and they don't last. And just, it's just so beautiful. And like the way they, they, and the way they love each other so androgynous, closer than you know they love each other so. Uh, it just, it's such a beautiful song. And God, I just, I highly recommend this one too. Just give anybody a listen to you if you haven't gotten a chance to. And it's just an old song from like 1985. So it's just like the fact that they were just like saying, saying these words or seeing this story all those songs, all those times ago. So just resonate. And fuck, I just, I fucking love it. So. Starting with Androgynous with The Replacements and Crozen. What's your number one pick? All right, so my number one pick of the last time I added this band, I kind of like did it to troll the playlist by adding a 30-minute song by them onto the playlist. Oh, shit. So I'm not going to do that with the, this time. I'm not going to do it again because I respect it. I respect the listener's time. Now I do. So I'm picking a song by The Mars Volta. Ooh, good and decision. it's off their album Nocturnigate, which is their final album, and it's the song In Absentia. I think this is like the this is like the album that gives like the most mixed feelings from the Mars Volta community. But I think I really love this album. Like it's one of my favorite ones by them, actually. And this song is just so fucking good. Like just the. The ambient textures through the like the crashing drums throughout the whole track, and like Cedric just singing like this very haunting, like this very haunting verse in the beginning. But then out of, out of nowhere in the middle of the song, it just cuts to this like 
very beautiful like guitar riff and everything. It's just like it's like really really good. So in absentia by the Mars Volta. Excellent, excellent choice. And yeah, I was I was running. I was like, wait, what thirty minute song? That was a goofy song. I was like, oh no, if it's from the Mars Volta, it's like I'll still take a thirty minute fucking song. That's cool. <laughs> so, uh, Stephen, what is your intro song into the jukebox? Uh, so for this one, I'm actually going to go for one that isn't a band that I listen to actively. And honestly, when I went to pull up the artist, I wanted to make sure that there wasn't some like crazy nonsense that had happened where the singer was suddenly like a piece of shit or anything, because yeah. I haven't checked in on the band and their new music in a long time. Um, I'm actually going to bring in oh the my God. Hunter. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God, my heart. Yes. <laughs> Wow! Holy I had shit. to make sure Casey, Casey is, a, is Casey is a pride and treasure. He's a very great soul. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm going with Red Hands Dope. to bring into here. Red and that's hands. that's off the album uh, Act Two: The Meaning of and All Things Regarding Misleading. Yeah, uh, uh, very good song. Cruzen. Yeah, uh, Crozen introduced this uh, band, this artist to me as well because I first thought he was talking about just regular old deer, deer hunter. For some EDM music, and it's yeah, like, no. oh, what's that's some crescent on some some soft mainstream side, and it's like, oh wait, what was some 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 touchy side? I fucking dig this shit. <laughs> so cool. Now we got more, we got more people that love this shit. Cool. And, and honestly, like as far as things go, I think this song can be something that you listen to in like uh like better times. It's something you can you can scream along to for like the last third of it in the like the, the more sad boy hours, you know. So nice. yeah, it's a good one. Excellent. And next is Daniel. What's your first pick? So I had to kind of just scramble through my memory because a uh, certain someone removed me off the Spotify family plan. So I'm back on the basics. So I couldn't access all my songs. So I just went with, yeah, what I could think of. So, um, but I, I did listen to the song today um, while I was at the gym um, by The Rasmus. Um, this is one of the nice. emo kid nice. songs from high school. So I'm going to oh, go yeah. ahead and put in in the shadows, even though it's emo as fuck. It's still kind of poppy and fun. So yeah, that's gonna, that's gonna go on there. In the shadows. You're going to get a copyright it. strike. Come on now. <laughs> I mumbled. It was, <laughs> it was the feathers, dude. Turns into a crow or a raven. I can't exactly remember, but yes. <laughs> uh. Such a great stuff. Good, good stuff. Good, good picks. Love them already. And Keith, finish off the first great round. Uh, I'm going to go with a band that's not going to be a surprise to anyone who's ever listened to this show. Um, I'm going to go with the Decemberists. Ah, it's and, a good pick. Yeah, and I'm going to go with Make You Better. I fucking love this song. The video is one of my favorite music videos of all time. Um, it's got, uh, oh God, I forgot his real name. The guy that plays Ron Swanson. I love him too. Nick Offerman. Yeah. Nick Offerman, thank God. Okay, Nick Offerman. Um, he plays like a German talk show host who has the Decemberists on. And he says they're going to play their new song, Make You Butter. <laughs> Which, so <laughs> they're playing it. And it's like this whole like um, soap opera story with he's in love with this co host, but she loves someone else. And, he's, and it's all happening while the song's playing out. But the song is really good. And it's just. There's a lot of punch to this song, which I love the Decemberists, but sometimes their song doesn't ha- don't have a lot of punch. Mm-hmm. Like they kind of wander around, but this one's got a really nice punch to it. I really like. Um, and yeah, anytime I could put the Decemberists on the playlist for doing it. So yeah, <laughs> awesome. So moving on to round two, 
So this one isn't really so much as like a super super gay pick unless you're just like really reading into the lyrics, which like the lyrics are just kind of like right there. But and but it's just because of the lyrics are very literal. That's why I'm using it. Uh, but it's only because I don't think we actually added this dude last time. And as an intro and this time, this is from a very important album from 20, 2005. It's from the documentary from The Game. And it's Hate It or Love It. I fucking love this song, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I used to wake up going to middle school. No, 2005, this would be, yeah, going to middle school. We're just waking up to MTV and, and going to this shit. And just, I fucking love it. The Game and uh, 50 Cent. Back when they were like, cool with each other, and they were just like, and they're fucking escalating, just like <laughs> rapping, just like it was a literal gay boy cruise night, and they were just <laughs> singing to each other, and it was so fucking. I always loved the song, and yeah, the documentary is such an important album. No, it's a uh, good album, yeah. through and through. Like honestly, it, it it's it the changes to listen to it in 2021, but yes, it's a good CD. <laughs> <laughs> and Josh, I have also I have the same memories as you. You know, getting ready for school, having MTV on in the morning, and that's one of the you know music videos I would always play on there in the morning. It was this one to Holiday Inn, and it was like hypnotized or mesmerized was playing at the time. So it's like. It, it was good time. Good times to get ready for it for school, uh, but in this case, this song it's just it's just one I've always like really just really enjoyed. So, adding it. Next up is Frozen. Uh, okay, number two. Uh, my number two is a song by The Weeknd, and it's going nice. to be his the In Your Eyes remix featuring Kenny G. Of the Peter Gabriel song. This is a. Is the single? He has oh, a, have a song called, song in, called your in Your Eyes. It's like one of the singles. Oh, yeah, okay. there's like, a Peter Gabriel song called In yeah. Your Eyes, and I yeah. somehow <laughs> that happened. I was like, I need to hear this immediately. Yeah, no, it's, it's a great song, and the, the remix, Kenny G just like fucking like croons all over it with his fucking yeah, like croons all over it with his next one. Like it's actually like really really good, like compared to the original version. I think this version is actually a lot better because of Kenny G. And it's just a catchy tune. Like this, that whole album's like really, really good and catchy. So, yeah, in your eyes by the weekend remix. Excellent, excellent, excellent. And remix featuring who again? Can't joke. I had it right. Cool. Excellent, Stephen. Your number two pick. All right, I established a, a, like a deeper cut in the beginning, so now I'm gonna go for that like basic bitch shit. The Eagles, Hotel California. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't even think of the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I don't need to say anything. We can go to the next one. Y'all, y'all know the song <laughs> or anything? It's just that's the first time I ever heard a pinch harmonic in my life on that Ooh, song, and it, they, like the the way that they actually have it, uh, like has this super eerie um, kind of like reverb turn to it. On that, on the mm-hmm. pinches in it, blew my mind as a kid. I didn't want to listen to any of my dad's music until I heard the song "Hotel California" by the Eagles. I couldn't give a <laughs> shit less about Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, anything he tried to show me at the time. But then, like, I, I just hearing "Hotel California." This one was a. Uh, this one hits close to home too because visiting one of my favorite cousins at the time, like going to my famous place. My uncle, for some reason, at every fucking party, because he, he had like a nice TV at the time, like back in the nineties, with a good system, good sound system. So he had like Eagles, like live sets, and he would just nice. play that shit all the fucking time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we we all lived in Yuma, so yes. Hotel California <laughs> is basically the anthem for Yuma, Arizona. It was a radio <laughs> anthem for sure. Out of Yuma radio so, anthems, yeah. this is a good one. Radio anthems made me forever hate one song in particular, and that is a. Uh, 
uh, I don't want to miss a thing by Aerosmith. Yuma made me hate that fucking song to the ground. <laughs> it's true. It Beaks and L-Dog played it too many times for you? <laughs> yeah, oh, too, too many fucking times. Like, Z93 was, is a, was a great radio station, except for that fucking song. Do, do you guys remember Rico? Alex, Alex Rico? Rico? Yeah. Because, yeah. oh my god, he drove me crazy with that goddamn song, too. He <laughs> played it all the goddamn time. But Mine it was mostly uh, oh, cover bands in local bars. Every single one of them covered Hotel California. Also true. Fuck, no. And I'm just yeah. like, come on, guys. Like, you're a ska <laughs> band or something. And you're doing Hotel California. <laughs> like, Yuma's ridiculous. Although the only ska band I know from Yuma didn't do that. So. The Mexican cool. Ostrich? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Sid? Shout out. Shout out. Uh, uh, next I miss up. you, Lida. <laughs> <laughs> That's my homegirl. We used to work together at Hastings. And she texted me the other day. I feel bad. I just realized I didn't text her back yet. <laughs> I'm sorry. Tell her you're recording a podcast with Keith. She'll be like, how's Keith? And she'll forget. <laughs> now, Daniel, what is your second pick? Uh, I'm also on the same side as Steven. I'm kind of going basic with this. So um, <laughs> it just popped into my head last goddamn minute. Uh, it's going to be the bad touch by the Bloodhound Gang. Okay. Also First different to listen to in 2021. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but again, just... Again, lost Spotify access and immediately popped into my head, so had to write something down. <laughs> well, all right. I mean, it, it's I, I'm kind of ashamed of it, but that's all I could think of, uh, you know, on the fly. It's on the jukebox. It's on the jukebox. People we know Yucky Yum. Like, click. <laughs> exactly. And Keith, second round pick. Uh, man, it's hard to make this cut. Thank <laughs> you for taking the weekend because I can take that off my list. <laughs> um, Okay, only one of these has to be on the playlist, so I'll do it next. And that is a band that had two songs on the last playlist, and I'm bringing one of those songs back. That is Vedanas, and I'm bringing Take It Off onto the playlist. Nice. In honor of P-Dog, who's not here with so. us. I remembered and, it was his. Yeah, he loved that song. So The video is great. It's one of my favorite videos. Uh, I'm going to tell the story I told last time because I fucking love this story. Uh, the drummer had to quit drumming because she used to go so hard she messed up her shoulder. Like did permanent damage to her shoulder and can't drum anymore, and but luckily she went to law school in the meantime, and now she's a fucking lawyer and works with like <laughs> liberal, uh, like like uh, democratic campaigns and stuff for Congress and stuff. Like I mean, that. what, what a great charity, fallback! So. I know it's like, oh, oh no, I can't be a superstar rock drummer anymore. I guess I'll go work, you know, for the government and fight for freedom. So that's cool, I guess. But um, and I had a huge crush on her all throughout high school. Like I was just like, she's so cute. And uh, and the video is great because it, at the end they finish playing and she does this little like laughing smile because she knows it go- the performance went really well and I was just my heart just tripled in size <laughs> as soon as she did that. So, um, but yeah, take it off by the Donna's great song, absolutely great song. That's so dope because like I-, I love a good drum. I can just that sounds like they're just beating the shit the shit out of the drums to the ground. Like one of my favorite drummers is Adam Willard, just, uh, mm. founder of. Uh, Angels and Airwaves, and then now current with Against Me, and just like the way he just sounds, he's just like just they're just going down into the ground. The way he just plays, mm-hmm. love it. But to see him, see him alive too. Uh, yeah, she cool. does kind of almost like a because again, the Donnas they're kind of a throwback. They're almost like a throwback to seventies rock, mm-hmm. and you can see the influences, you know, in the seventies rock. Like you can go back and listen to them and how they can just kind of go crazy and they're all over the place. It's not just a simple beat. Mm-hmm. She just has so much fun, and yes. Yeah. <laughs> Cool, cool. The last round picks, everyone. Well, my last one, it is going to be, of course, my Spanish pick. 
And in this one, it's just one that's just like too damn relatable. And it's just like so on the nose. And just like, I'm just like two days away from this being cleared out. And my song is going to be Esqueleto by Las Victimas del Doctor Cerebro. I fucking love the song. It's well, the whole song is about this like punk. It literally opens up with Yasser Gonzalez starts in trabajar. And that's like been literally fucking me. So like this whole COVID situation, this whole COVID times. And it's literally, I've been, I've literally been telling myself that it's been, uh, not so I'm back safe and free. I'll actually go out and I'll really go back into, to, to work. But damn it, to just that first line just hit so hard. Cause yeah, I'm just so goddamn tired. I love been doing this. Like, I mean, having this year off and plus has been great podcasting, reading comics every week has been great, but holy fuck do i just miss some um, sort of any sort of responsibility <laughs> into the into the real world into just like some commitment so that first song just resonates and just it's just one that i've just been loving like the song just goes back all the way back to this fucking cd that my parents that my folks had and it was one of those like best of espanol like rock and espanol and the only little mascot the only little picture on it the only way i can describe it it was just like like in a, like the backside of a spoon on this like orange palette and it, just, it has like, a great fucking mix that's how, that's how i fucking like love so many bands i love now was that fucking soundtrack was that uh, playlist on that cd and this being one of them it's just like damn this, it, it was like the most punk out of like that whole thing uh, the other ones being like uh Sol Asterio and uh it is silencio and stuff like that just classic um broken espanol but this one was very oh. very very punk i don't like it OS at all and you can, i know uh, you don't Bumbri's voice it just kills me dude that's that's why it gets me uh he gets me so good and honestly i brought i only brought him up on purpose just because i want to see you cringe (laughs) i want to see if that was still there and it still is and we'll talk steven (laughs) (laughs) no but this song fucking rocks like me suena me suena me suena me esqueleto me suena me suena uh it just I just gotta get, just gotta get the fuck out and do something. It's just, it's just really cool. And the way it resonates on it being like in, um, into my pride picks is cause, um, me, I'm the queer one that's picking the song. So that's why it's full circle. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, cool. So last one, next one, it is Crozen. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna take it back with this one and it's gonna be a song by The Used. Hey! Ooh, Thank you. There, Thank you. I, it's easier to choose which one I use for my last one. <laughs> I, I, fucking, I fucking talk about if I betray you in the beginning, and now we're bringing all the Rasmus and now the yeah. used. Yeah, I love so this episode. <laughs> the song I'm picking for the used is The Taste of Ink. The song just. Dude, it's literally what I had. <laughs> awesome, Yes! Yeah. Taste of Ink by the used. Uh. Ooh, ooh, raw guys. Uh, yeah. Excellent. <laughs> I fucking love this. And this is why we say have some extras, <laughs> <laughs> especially with something niche like this. Yes, but the used taste of ink, most excellent. Steven, last round pick. It's so hard. I chose so many as redundancies and stuff. So I I just have to I have to kill things that I love basically. <laughs> um, yes, yes you do. Okay, well I, I'm I'm gonna leave it up to you guys here. All right, <laughs> is A or B? Did, uh, so, someone make the executive B. decision. B. Okay, all right. B. So for that one, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be. You know what? Oh, hey, I have a D10. Oh, you like evens or odds? Yes, please. Okay. <laughs> B is odds. Odds. Yeah. 
Okay. So no, same thing. Yeah. All right. Okay. Cool. So for this one, um, I'm actually going to go with the postal services version of um, the district sleeps tonight. Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have to use them. So good. Okay. (laughs) The other, the other one was the night game song outfield. (laughs) You made the right choice. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. The puzzle service, the district sleeps tonight. Now, Daniel, last pick. Uh, last pick, I am actually going to go with um, the Pretty Reckless's uh, newest single, So It Went. Uh, Tom Morello is actually doing guest uh, guitar on that. And um, I just love the Pretty Reckless. Uh, I think Taylor Momsen is really talented. They don't get enough credit. Um, I think she's just as good as uh, Maria from In This Moment. And I also think she's just as good as Lizzie Hale. So she has a beautiful voice. That she really needs to scream like a banshee. She has the pipes and can scream, and it's just a really catchy song. And even though it's on the radio, it's a single. I, you know, I'm there for it. I like their new album, so yeah, I got to put this one up there. What song was it again? So it went. So it went. Okay. Thank you. And to close it uh, off, Keith. Which right as always, I reveal my honorable mentions before I unveil our last song. Um. We'll go backwards, Stephen. Don't worry. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> uh, the Kinks with Lola. Okay. Uh, a band I'm not the biggest fan of, but I fucking love Wild Horses by the Rolling Stones. Mm. I think it's one of the best written songs of that era, and it's and they're usually completely outclassed songwriting wise by the Beatles, <laughs> but not in that song. I love that song. So, um. And then just some bands I didn't even bother picking songs for because I knew they were going to make the cut, but I got to mention them. The Who. Yeah. Uh, the Band, <laughs> which I was like, I really should pick the band for the bands. Like, but no. And then that very special era in early 2000s where every band in rock had the in front of it, including the Hives, the Vines, the Strokes, yep. and the White Stripes. All four are incredible. Um, so especially the White Stripes for the record. <laughs> so... The Especially band I'm so. picking is actually from my high school era. I I think I picked them last time, or they're an honorable mention. I'm not sure, but I'm going with the refreshments. Uh, the refreshments are actually from Tempe, <laughs> and uh, uh, there's actually if you walk down Mill Avenue, there's a little plaque with like being like local band, like on the on the ground in front of Fuzzy's Tacos. Um, and I saw that, and I was like, what? And then I, you know, I was like, oh, that's cool. It's from here, and they're always do they. Well, not this year, but every year they do a big concert just over the border in Mexico because they have a whole lot of fans in Mexico. They're a really cool band. So the song I picked is Mekong, M-E-K-O-N-G. And it's just a really sad song, actually. Uh, but it's just him sitting in a bar. And like I love the line. is like, um, uh, Barkeep, let me go around again. One more drink from me. And what's his name? My new best friend. And it's just like, oh, I just love that shit. So good. But it's a great Drowning Your Sorrows song. And honestly, I I picked it because I can't see myself putting the refreshments on from any other categories. And the Rolling Stones will be on here eventually. So, <laughs> Excellent. Uh, going backwards really quick. Uh, Daniel, do you have any quick honorable mentions? I'm just going to throw out there the monkeys. Oh, nice. Uh, hey, the animals nice. as well. I do like the animals. So... Um, the doors, but I didn't want to, you know, just go out there and just go full basic. So, yeah, <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> Things are popular because they're good. Okay, true. <laughs> also, I didn't mention it, but it goes without saying the Beatles. 
I mean, I, 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 I threw it in before, Daniel. so I don't want to throw the Beatles in again. I assume Daniel would, and that would be our first repeat artist, actually. We've yet to repeat in this book. I'm nice. taking, you know, very close consideration to do, doing a repeat, so, oh, that's you know, nice. holding tight. <laughs> and, uh, Steven, you had a quick panic. What were your honorable mentions? I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't fully know whether the honorable mentions had to adhere to the, the structure of things. I still have extras, but I mean, I have other things I want to tell you guys about based on the conversation (laughs) from previous episodes. We usually save the honorable mentions towards like our last picks, just in case like someone also did want to pick them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Knock yourself out, man. Tell us. Okay. Um, so, um, for other things that would have actually adhered to this one, um, I had, uh, the Academy is with about a girl. Yeah. Um, the kooks naive, um, the night game with the song The Outfield, also the group The Outfield. Um, yes. And then uh, for other things, I was really sad that the Eurythmics aren't actually a V band, but <laughs> you live, you learn. Um, but then, no, I just, you, th- there's been a lot of conversation. Um, Keith, I want to thank you in the last episode that I listened to for giving Olivia Rodrigo's album the lukewarm reception it deserves. Yeah. <laughs> it's. I, it's- it's fine. It's a six it, out of ten. It's yeah, fine. It's extra medium. <laughs> like it's it's there. <laughs> um, I never went back to it. I, I couldn't. Like, and the, the funny thing is, is, it kicks off great. That first song is awesome, and then it's just like, eh. and then it just stays. Eh. The rest <laughs> of the album, like, what happened? Yeah, and everyone's so jazzed about it. But not just talking crap. Um, uh, if anyone's looking for more of the same kind of like energy and stuff that people make it sound like is on there. Um, there's another artist from Australia named Stand Atlantic, um, who's basically like the, it's a kind of like Paramore, um, but with a healthy, healthy amount of T-Swift in there. If you want some Taylor Swift. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're going to want to start right off with the album. Alley. One more time. They, they have an album um, that's called uh, Skinny Dipping. It might be an EP. Start with that one and then listen to their new album, Pink Elephant. For everyone else in here who's talking about The Used or anyone else who had an album out in the top 40 in 2008, um, listen to their new album, Pink Elephant. It's really good. <laughs> but yeah. Excellent. Anybody else? Oh, sorry. Uh, Crozen, your honorable mentions? Uh, I want to give a shout out to... I want to give a shout out to uh, 80s new wave band called The Police. Uh, I mean... Not, not, <laughs> shout, out to, shout out to the police oh my god they both start with peace so threw me off the producers the police also uh produ- the producers mm. is a fucking great ass fucking band uh i'll give a shout out i wasn't too, i wanted to put the span on there but i wasn't quite sure since the reboot of the playlist if it was on there already or not but i want to give a shout out to the darkness mm. They're oh, not. Yeah. yes <laughs> uh, yeah so i want to give a shout out to them um that's pretty much it for me honestly Nice. Uh, quick three bands for my honorable mentions are The Slackers, The Joy Formidable, and The Districts. All great bands. I want to so. give a shout out to um, actually a honorable mention that should have been one of Hostway's honorable mentions <laughs> because he put them on last time is La Boucherettes, right? Didn't you put them on uh, last time? La Boucherettes? That would have that, that would have been mine. I put them on or- the last time. Oh, okay. Yeah, mm. yeah. I, me- I remember listening to it because yeah. of that and liking it. So I was like, come on, <laughs> yeah, man. <that's laughs> like, so, yeah, anyway. Excellent. Bye-bye. So, moving on, closing this page of the jukebox. Thank you, gentlemen, for the picks. Moving on are some new releases that came out today that we already kind of talked about, but there are some that got skipped. 
Uh, Keith, do you see anything that you're excited for that you haven't gotten to? I am to? pulling it up as we speak. Uh, so we were so talking much. about Doja Cat and Tyler, the Creator. Uh, mm-hmm. Good stuff. Um, the Marias? Yes, yeah. the Marias. Such, oh, I'm so excited for this fucking album. Yeah, dude. I'm going to have to listen to it. Uh, something from Gaga? What's this? Oh, they're, re- they're reissuing Born This Way. The 10th anniversary. year anniversary, yep. 10 years, guys. We're Born This Way. Holy fuck, that's a long time. I'm so old. Um, <laughs> so uh, the second best musical act named Lady A has a new album coming out. That's former Lady Antebellum. <laughs> yeah, d- definitely the second. And the sec- second to the name, even. Yes, that's exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> silver medal in all ways. Uh, Juicy J. Really? Oh, I didn't know that. Moss uh, <laughs> Mouse? What? Yeah, I was, waiting, I was waiting for you to call that one out. The Golden Casket. Ah, oh, this looks cool. Um, yeah, uh, so Modest, that, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm getting distracted by that. That's on my list now. Because <laughs> um, Modest Mouse can be really hit or miss. Uh, there's also something I'm very excited about. A new EP for one of my favorite bands that no one else actually likes. Eve 6. I love Eve 6. I think they're better than anyone thinks they are. <laughs> so, uh, I'm definitely listening to that. Um Motorhead, Joywave, Joywave, dude. This Joywave album has been coming out for a year. Hostway, you buy comic books, you buy Marvel books. You know how there's a Joywave ad on the back of every Marvel comic book and has been for about six months. Yeah, it's this album. It's finally out, so we're gonna get a different ad on the back of Marvel comics. (laughs) Thank God. It's literally because my stack's upside down when I'm done, and Mm. we do Marvel last, so the last nine things are just this Joywave ad on my my bed. I'm like, what in the fuck? Um, Mitch and Beartooth, Mountain Goats. I don't see anything else. What about you, man? Um, on my side, since uh, Steven just brought them up, and since we we're just talking about anniversary releases, but the Kooks have an inside in, inside out 15 year anniversary of the little EP. So there's like a naive as like an alternate, is an alternate mix, but uh, with Sofa Song, Constantine's Love, and Something to Say. Uh, that's really cool. Other than that, the stuff I was really excited for is uh, the Maria's album. Oh, for sure, the Doja Cat album. And there was like a Lacuna Coil live album, Live from the Apocalypse. What? Yeah, Live from the Apocalypse. It's like That's a 16-minute, awesome. like a 16-song set. So I definitely gonna want to give that shit a go. Um, other stuff, and yeah, stuff that I've just been late to getting to that we've already been discussing in the beginning. Oh, a new Willow single. And this is in prepping to her upcoming album. And I've just actually been really excited for her project with like that last single, that, that fucking like... Mm-hmm. All alt punk uh, sounding song with Travis Barker. That was just a lot of fucking fun. So I'm excited for, for this next project. Other than that, um, Steven, do you have anything you want? You're excited for that's coming out? Uh, so they a couple months ago. I was super fucking late to this one, but one of my favorite post hardcore bands of all time, Lower Definition, put out a new song. Cool. Um, I, I I think it's called like, uh, Grief Eater is the name of the song. It's not up to the same standard as the rest of the music the band put out for so long, they were pioneers yeah. um, in post-hardcore, but it's still good. It's still worth being in your rotation for listening to during a long drive. Nice. Crozen, any shout-outs? Um, for shout-outs go, I will give a shout-out to the, there's a new Common Grackle album that came out just recently. Uh, Common Grackle is a group project between uh, Gregory Pepper and of Factor Chandelier. Oh, nice. 
Uh, it's a it's a really good album. Interesting. Like it's kind of the same vibe you expect from a Gregory Pepper album, but just a little bit more um more more uh, synth production into it and stuff like that. It's really really good. Nice. And Daniel, anything you're excited for that's coming out, been coming out, is out? Um, uh, Dip, uh, sorry, not Diplo. Uh, Dylan Francis released a new single last night. He's back on his emo boy stuff, which oh, you know cool. I love when he does the EDM and it gets you in the feels. Uh, he dropped a single, uh, Love Me Better, came out last night. It's really solid. It's a good one. What was the last one that came out? That fi- that video is so fucking funny. It's almost like the dance, like the... Uh, when we were young? No, I was like, no shit, no. What are you doing? <laughs> it's just, it's no, sorry. Uh, we talked about it last time. I can't... Coming over. Uh, is it? Okay, cool. It's just, it's so fucking funny. Um, the video, I mean. Uh, but the song's really cool, too. Anyway. One moving. last one, Josue. Yes. I just found. Uh cool. The Murlocs have a new album coming out called Bittersweet Demons. Have you heard of the Murlocs this one? No, but I'm writing shit down right now. They, they were they were an issue in, in World of Warcraft um, <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, they're fish people in World of Warcraft. But um, they're actually signed to Flightless Records, the same group as King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. And two of the members of the band are in King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, which is Cal... <laughs> or no, Ambrose and Cook. Oh, okay, cool. So... And they're described as psychedelic garage rock with R and B. Interesting, so, cool. Yeah. And it's it's got an eighty on Metacritic, which is pretty good for Metacritic. So interesting. Since we're doing a band reference call out, it's the last march of the ends. Anybody? Anybody? I, I I made a shirt for last march. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Craig. Shout out. <laughs> okay, cool. Moving on to the next thing is Keith. What's the next episode going to be about? Our next category is one of my favorite episodes from our last time around, and that is songs that appeared on Guitar Hero or Rock Band. Ooh, so uh, oh. in, in, in before um, uh, FTP remix or FCP remix? Oh, that, that's live. <laughs> so none of the specialized expansions. So like the Beatles Rock Band doesn't count because it's literally all the Beatles songs ever. <laughs> um, I think I think we came to the agreement that. For the no like DLCs. the, ex- the no DLCs, we came to an agreement for one DLC last time, didn't we? Mm. We said no one DLCs, DLC but we can do one DLC for sure. I think that'd be cool because I know there's a lot of like really indie stuff that isn't. Yeah, you know, they added a bunch of great stuff after added, a while. So. Yeah, and then our special guest is going to be Steven's co-host in Love of Pages, Jessica. Hey, Ooh. nice, excellent. So excited for this coming episode. And yeah, this concludes this episode of Jukebox Vertigo. Thank you to the co-host for your great picks. Inserting plugs, Crozen, you go first. Crozen, buddy. Crozen's got a brand new podcast called Podcast Ultra. That's uh, that's actually all about video games. Uh, So for this most recent episode, they did an E3 2021 wrap up. It was fantastic. Two, yes. p- two people from here. If you like this podcast, we're over. Oh, sorry, did I, did I miss the promotion? Also, you can find Did I miss the promotion? I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> somebody, somebody came and knocked on the door, and I thought I'd be back in time. That was a good, that was a good promo, though. I really enjoyed the promo. Thank you. Yes. Um, uh, so with that being said, Crozen, where can we find you as well? Uh, yeah, you can find me at Crozen underscore underscore. Um, long story behind that. Don't want to get into it now. Um, also, you can find me at my podcast's page at ultra underscore pod. Excellent. And Steven, thank you for being here. And where can people find you and any plugs, shout outs you want to do? 
Uh, you can find me all across the internet as some version of Peppermint Gentleman. Uh, for Twitter, that's Peppermint Gent for short. Um, but you don't have to come find me and see the words that I say or anything. Come look at the things that I spend time making. Again, I said right. it earlier. That'll be on my website, peppermintgentleman.com. Excellent. Link in uh, my bio. Yes, link in bios. And uh, uh, Daniel, shout outs, uh, plugs, go for it. Uh, so Mitch and I are taking a little hiatus, uh, probably for about the rest of the summer. Maybe coming back in in August or September when our uh, superhero shows come back. Um, but right now, uh, I am working on a project with uh, you know Peppermint Gent. So thank you so much for uh, giving me advice and helping me out on that. That'll be coming soon. Um, so great stuff coming out there. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at SuperCommieDanny. Uh, no affiliation to the political, you know, party. So no communist party. Every time now. <laughs> Just have to clear it up. Sorry. <laughs> I pointed out it sounds like it says super communist. <laughs> <laughs> Commie is God for Japanese. So it's super God Danny. Sorry. Should have thought about it better. <laughs> Saying it's their own political power. Anyway, moving on. Keith. Plugs, shoutouts, do it. All right. So, of course, you can find us on Geek Elite Media at Geek Elite Media on Twitter. You can find us at geekelitemedia.com. Uh, also, the show, uh, my show itself, We Have Issues, has a Twitter at WHI Podcast. You can find me at WHI Podcast Keith. And our producer is at WHI Podcast Liz. We're really easy to find. Um, also, you can find Josue and this show at a place that Josue will be telling us about right now. Yes, find me mostly on Twitter at Josue Reads Josue and this show at Jukebox Vertigo. And of course, thank you to you, the listeners, for your continued support on this musical sharing ride. Uh, where, yeah, I'm, I'm already jumbled up on my own script because on all the shoutouts and ads. Anyway, of course, there will be a public playlist with the updated, uh, that will be updated and shared weekly as well as a short playlist that will go out with every new episode with our picks. Now that loose with your jams and out. This concludes our broadcast.